Hi, everyone, and welcome to Best Friend Energy Unpacked. I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. If you didn't hear our conversation with Amanda Klutz, author, daytime TV host, fitness instructor, please go back and check it out. She is so lovely and inspiring. We loved having her. On this episode of Unpacked, we asked ChatGPT about how to do our job. <laughs> we're going to report back on that. The results were pretty surprising. Also, we're going to go over our favorite phrases from previous guests that we have now adopted into our own lexicon. Uh, and of course, we'll take some DMs. But first, we're going to take a super quick break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So today we're going to talk about ChatGPT a little bit. For anyone who doesn't know what ChatGPT is, Joanna Teplin. Yeah, I, well, now I do because we chatted a GPT a little bit before this. God, I just need to stop you before it starts, no, it's but I so, never can. I can never get to it quick enough. Because I'm fast on You're my feet. Fast. You are fast <laughs> with your puns. Um, not even puns. I don't no. even know what they are. Just like corniness. No. Yeah, I'm really, corniness. you know what? It's really, I'm just good at it. You're good at it. <laughs> One of your top five skills. So ChatGPT is essentially, it is artificial intelligence. Yeah. It is AI. Um, you can download an app, the app and you basically treat it kind of like a personal assistant. You ask it to do things. You ask it to explain things. It can write paragraphs for you. It can write emails. Um, you can write songs with it. It's, Alexa it's looks very lazy next to ChatGPT. Alexa is only there for like playing a song. No, like, or like not writing one. Right. So it's a really incredible resource. I first started using it to honestly help me help my daughter with homework. What a good idea that you even thought of it. Well, because I genuinely I know, don't know I wouldn't how to have do even anything. known that that was an option. I'm like, hi, chat GPT. And by the way, you know, I like, remember what, what was it that we used to ask it politely? It was Alexa. Alexa, may you please, may you, may you please close, close the drapes yeah. or whatever it yeah. was at a hotel. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Joanna, we don't need to ask, please. No, I couldn't help it though. I was like, Alexa, please. I would love it if you would please <laughs> close the drapes. Thank you so much, Alexa. Yeah. Thank so you. So that's how I do a chat GPT yeah. too. Cause it says like, hi, ask me your question. Uh, how can I be of service? And I'm like, hi, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. So appreciate it. Anyway, if you could just possibly whatever is good for you, yeah, if like you whatever, just, like, whatever time works for you. Get back to me about yeah. the plot of a wrinkle in time. Yeah. That would be amazing. No pressure. No you know? pressure. Right. So you just like type in things, and it's it's amazing what it comes back with. So if we type in, for instance, write me a conversation in the style of Clea Shearer and Joanna Teplin. You guys get ready for this. This is what it comes up with. This is wild. Okay. Would you like to read your parts? And yeah. I read mine. I will read my parts. Okay. Again, this is from Chat GPT. Hey, Joanna, have you seen the new project we have coming up? It's a total game changer. Oh my goodness, Clea, spill the tea. What's the scoop? Well, you know that client that we've been working with who's struggling to organize their pantry? We came up with this brilliant idea to create custom labels for all their containers and jars. No way. That's genius, Clea. It's all about those personalized touches that take organization to the next level. I can already picture those beautifully labeled mason jars lined up like little soldiers. Absolutely, Joanna. It's all about those hashtag aesthetics. <laughs> and you know what? We found the most incredible vintage-inspired label maker to add that extra touch of charm. It's going to be a showstopper. Oh, Clea, you've got me swooning. Vintage vibes and a perfect organization. That is a match made in heaven. Our clients are going to be over the moon with joy. I know, right? 
But wait, there's more. We also came up with a color-coded system for their pantry shelves. We'll categorize everything from cereals to snacks to spices and assign a unique color to each category. It's going to be a visual feast for the eyes. Clea, you're a genius. Thank you. Color. No, that was me. That was me ad-libbing. Oh, that, yeah. You don't sorry. ad-lib with sorry, sorry, sorry. chat GPT. You, you go. Okay. Clea, you're a genius. Color coding is a secret weapon to transform any space into a visually pleasing masterpiece. I can already imagine our clients marveling at their newly organized pantry, basking in the rainbow of order. Oh, Joanna, you always know how to capture the essence of our work. It's all about creating spaces that not only function flawlessly, but also bring joy and happiness to those who use them. The home edit magic right there. You said it, Clea. Our mission is to make the world a more organized and beautiful place one pantry at a time. I can't wait to see the smiles on our clients' faces when they step into their perfectly organized oasis. Me too, Joanna. (laughs) It's moments like this that make all the hard work worth it. So shall we get started on transforming this pantry into a home edit masterpiece? Absolutely, Clea. Let's work our magic and sprinkle some home edit fairy dust. This pantry is about to become the envy of pantries everywhere. And scene. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, the verdict right. is AI. The verdict is, is we, than us. we don't have jobs. No, we're done here. Yeah, we're, good night. We're totally yeah. done. I don't know whether to be shocked or like lightly offended. That's the way we sound. <laughs> or like, like, I don't even know what to think. I also said, wow, Clea, you're a genius. I know, I appreciate like, that. I'm very complimentary to you. Apparently. I appreciated that. Man, yeah. there were a lot of things in here too. Yeah. You said it, Joanna. <laughs> so there were a lot of moments for you I, as I well. And I love, they really get into the energy that we have with yes. like their exclamation points. And uh-huh. I mean, the, it's nuanced. There are some things too, like you would literally say, lined up like little soldiers. I you know. would say that. I know. It's kind of wild. Like I'm, how did they get that? I'm freaked. It's it's kind of freaky. Yeah. I mean, AI is freaky, right? That's 100%. Whole, and it's so realistic. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter that was like passing through. There was a, a photo going around of the Pope wearing a Balenciaga puffer jacket. No, I did a not. A white puffer okay. jacket. And everyone freaked out, but it was AI. Wow. Like you could, it took everyone a good hot this minute. This is so scary. It is. I mean, AI is scary, but it's also, it's scary because it's so lifelike and realistic and good, but also somehow dangerous. I mean, wow. That it just out there. Anyway, you what know if what? Like AI, come up with a new business plan for you me. You can. So like, what if someone- you can ask crazy questions and when they come back with it, you can say, refine it, tweak it. So you can just be like, hey, I want to start a business, chat GPT. A business you have to say in what? Like you give it certain characteristics. So like you're you like, I want to spend, words. I want to spend $20,000 and start a business. About something. About bread. Okay. And then, and then <laughs> sounds what? like a real gangbuster <laughs> idea, but I feel I, you need to, you need to give it certain things. You can't just, it's not just like an open-ended so, thing. But what if I say about bread? I, I mean, are I, they going to tell me to become like, go to like, you can ask it. I didn't know about it till this morning. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, but like songwriters can be like, I want to write a song about flowers in a countryside in Nashville, Tennessee. And like, it will actually come up with a song. I mean, it's it's crazy. That is so. I know, but I just I they really nailed right, us. Well, I'm gonna ask them what like what business. Chat GPT, would you like to do an episode of Best Fit Energy? Because <laughs> you could just you could be the host. You're, could be the host. Yeah, you're very good. You're excellent. Yeah, you said it, Joanna. You are a genius, Clea. Thank you. Let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. All right, we are back, um, and we're going to talk about four phrases our guests have used that we have absolutely loved and adopted for our own conversations We say them all the time. We say them all the time. All right, so they are, number one, from Judy Greer. Yeah. Anchor activity. Like, brilliant, right? Brilliant. From Shania Twain, professional dedication. Two from Heather McMahon, because she really came with them. Like, she had them in her pocket. She really did. Ready to go. Pleasant and present. And I don't entertain anybody until I have to entertain. Brilliant. I mean, all, all of the sage advice from every single one of them. All of them. I mean, this is why we do this, for our own personal purposes. advice. Yes, for yeah. our own purposes. Yeah. So let's spend a little bit of time on each of these and why we love them so much. Let's start with anchor activity. So anchor activity, just to rephrase the the wise Judy Greer. Yeah. Anchor activity is, let's just say it's a Saturday. You have one major thing that you're doing that day. It might be a softball game, a birthday party, a dinner party with friends. Whatever it is, that's your anchor activity. And everything else gets scheduled around it. That's right. So you can really focus on your one thing. And I think it's a lesson for me personally you can't have multiple anchor activities. That doesn't, that shouldn't work that way. It's kind of like a meal in my eyes. It's like the main course. And then you can fit in the appetizer, the salad, the dessert, however they need to be. You have to start with the main and work around it. And I appreciate that analogy. I think for me personally, I have to think of a day holistically. Of course, mine's about food. Of course, yours is about food. (laughs) But also I can't think that way because there's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And my problem is trying to fit in too much in the day. Yes. So it's like, I need to think of, a single thing, like the sun, yeah, and all of the other things that go around it. It's so smart, though. It is. It makes smart. it makes your whole day so much better because you're like, this is the focus, and then I'm going to figure out what else makes sense with this focus. Right. And my problem is, I'm just I have five things going on, and, and they're all equally yeah, weighted, for rushing you. from one thing to the yeah. next. So this actually helped kind of clarify. It's brilliant and crystallized for me. Yeah. So Judy, thank you for that. Um, it's changed our lives. Okay. The next is professional dedication. Oh, we say this at least twice a day. We think about this phrase all the time because it actually is such a smart way to think about things. Mm-hmm. Putting professional dedication, like infusing it into everything that you do, really helps, I think, understand what hard work is. Yes. You know, and why you do it all. Right. Like, why? Like, I remember when we asked her about it, it was like, how do you get through this? Like, you know, you're on a rigorous tour schedule. You have to be in such good shape. You have to be so motivated and and careful about what you eat. Like, all and of this. still, like, write songs, yeah, produce music. Yeah, you have music. so much pressure. And she said, I said, how do you do it? And she said, it's professional dedication. And I was like, it was like a light bulb moment. But yeah. I'm like, that's so, of course, she's a songwriter, but, like, such an eloquent way to describe. Well, and it puts such... A, a term yeah. on it, you know, and to yeah. like think about your professional dedication about, and the why. Yes, and it, just to put a term to it, I think was like wow, like it was like an aha yes. situation. All right, now let's move on to Heather McMahon because she taught us two very important things. So the term pleasant and present, we say this 
all the time. Oh, I, I think multiple times. Multiple times a day. So it came from Heather's best friend from second grade, Mary Beth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout you. out Mary Thank Beth. Thank you, Mary Beth. So what she was basically saying was that in all of our lines of work, in our jobs, we are pushing from one thing to the next thing, from a call to a Zoom, to a podcast, to a a press interview, to a a million things. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to remember to be present in the thing that you're doing and to really just, I think, enjoy the specific moment that you're in and to be present and aware of your surroundings and the people who are there with you and to be pleasant to yourself, to you, Joanna, to to our families, to our coworkers, everyone who surrounds us, I think is really like the best it, when when we talk about doing your best yeah i think that being present and being pleasant are i agree it, and it, it's like at the crux it's so simple but it's so it's brilliant it's really simple but i think it's hard to it's do like, yeah it's it's helpful to distill it to actual like it feels like actionable items yeah which we love an action i love uh, I an mean, actionable item love an actionable item so yeah it's like you know wherever you are it could be at work it could be in your personal life it could be you know whatever it is if you can actually force yourself to really be present in that moment enjoy that moment and to be pleasant for yourself and for those around you i feel like you're winning at life yeah, that's that's the goal it is and, and you can do them yeah. simultaneously i mean it takes work but right. you can do them simultaneously. Well, and I think that's what we love about all these phrases is that they really like clicked for yeah. us. Yeah, they're brilliant. You know? I mean, yeah. I, I I think about all of these phrases a lot. Right. So, okay, let's go to potentially the most controversial for, okay. for us. Yeah. Don't entertain until you have to entertain. Hmm. Joanna is actually nailing this. <laughs> <laughs> she is an expert at not doing a single thing until she has to do that thing. It's true. Yes. Because you know what? I will burn out prior. Yes. She needs to, like if we're doing a photo shoot or a video shoot or whatever it is, she really needs to lay in the bed all the way down, down yeah, she until needs to be horizontal. I actually have to be standing up and moving. Right. And I fill my every minute of my waking day. You you are an entertainer. I love being around people. I get energized from people's energy. So mm-hmm. I... I love being around people too, but I need it to first be an introvert for the day. Okay. Like, when do you feel like you have to turn it on? It's not even turning it on. It's just like, I need to... I need the calm before the storm. And I just... You are like, the storm. I am the storm. <laughs> so... Basically, I need to calm before I see you. Right. Is it about me? No, I actually don't think so. Again, you don't count. Remember, okay. we talked about that. That's right. my phrase. Right. I don't count. I know. I will talk to people all day long. You really will. You before get, we start. You are like battery packed to other people. And then as soon as you feel their like their wave of energy, you pick it up immediately. I know. It's really wild. It is so wild. It's, I, th- I think it's our it's our biggest difference. It's 1000% our biggest difference. I think that it's just, is it just being an introvert and an extrovert? I, I do think so. It's how, it, and the thing is, it's not about liking people, not liking people, any of those things. It's about how you recharge yourself. Right. But you- you need to be fully charged before you go into anything. That's correct. And you do that by isolation <laughs> and laying down. That's right. <laughs> That's how I fully chart, recharge. Right. And I am just happy to be around people. No, you will go to dinner after dinner, like whatever it is, and then get up and go to breakfast. I actually don't like downtime. You do not. You're I, very uncomfortable I in downtime. I dislike it. I'm like, but like, what am I doing in between these two things? I know. Laying down in like the <laughs> middle of the day is like a psychotic well, I'm activity. Not, I'm not really laying down. I mean- oh. Are you kidding Well, me? if I'm allowed to, but usually yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> no, but I mean before, like even before this podcast, there's a couch. Uh, yeah, I will. 
Yeah, well, I will. 100%. When I'm allowed to, I will. Yes, I've seen you lay down on a floor. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, like yeah. you will yeah. take that horizontal space wherever I, you can. Get I will. It. Yeah, it's about laying down and it's about recharging alone. And I just <laughs> that to me is the. I can't think of anything worse. I know. Like laying down in random places, being alone sounds oh, horrible. It's fabulous. But thank you, Heather, for um, shedding light on. Joanna. And, uh, <laughs> Joanna has a very separate ritual than I do. <laughs> but it's helpful, helpful to know. All right, let's take some DMs. Let's do it. Um, Bemi would like to know, what are some books you like? Or what books did you like to read to your kids? All right, I am the world's biggest Harry Potter fan. I oh. just I just want to yeah, state are. that for the record. It's like on my tippy top, tip top list yeah. of, in fact, you know what? I should start saying when people ask us who we'd want to work with. I'm like, I would like to do Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. I have questions for him. Yeah. Um, Emma Watson. Oh, I have a lot of questions I know. for you, her. You do. You are I crazy. I love, Harry love, love Harry um, Potter. Mine won't be a popular opinion, but I loved reading the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count as a book? Do, what do you want to read to your kids? Oh, I mean... Okay, but out of the all the books out there, I love reading the Marriage Bears to the kids. <laughs> I love the messy room. Okay, the messy room is good. It's so good. They're a little cute treehouse. Yeah, no, the treehouse is Sister cute. Sister Bear. That no, I love. No, face. I think it's look. I am a, just as much of a Bernstein Bear <laughs> fan as anyone. I just feel like is there like something outside of a picture book? Oh, I thought I thought this is what we like to read to kids. Well, just what are some books you like? That's the first question. Oh, you did answer oh. Berenstein Bears <laughs> to that. And or or okay, what books or. did you like to read to your kids? Sure. A bear there is a space for Berenstein Bears. I just mean is there like I like business books. You like <laughs> Okay. All right. So a light business book or Berenstein Bears. That is the genre yeah. that you stick to. Okay. All right, so I will expand too from Harry Potter. Um, I really like a thriller. I like- No um, surprise. No surprise. I love a thriller because I will say this. I feel like there's so much stimulation. Everything is so hectic and- I'm also so exhausted. I feel like I need something that keeps the pages turning. I know, but then you have another fear. I don't have, no, no, no fears. First of all, the husband always did it. John's very loyal, okay? okay. So I don't have any fears with it. All right. And they really don't keep me up at night. Which is wild At all. Like not at all. Everything just keeps me up at night. You can just totally disassociate. A hundred percent. Like I just find it to be a very fun page turning story. I don't know. They're so realistic. I, just, I know. I don't think so. Like, I don't insert myself into which that. Which is crazy because you take on everyone's everything. emotions all the time. I know. I know. I don't, like, I don't know. Like, how are, I, I'm like, how are you not so empathetic for the characters? This is a surprising personality quirk of yours. You know, I think it's because the books that I read and very specific authors like Ruth Ware, um, Lisa Jewell, Megan Miranda, B.A. Paris, a lot of these books are one and done. It's not a series. Okay. So you don't get like, I, like Harry Potter, don't even get me started about the way I feel. No, but you feel that way about literally anything, anybody you met yesterday you feel that way about. I know, but these books feel super like isolated to the story. And I just, I don't know, maybe the way they're written, like you don't really get attached and there aren't long-term characters. I don't know. I don't, I, okay. I don't know what the All loophole right. this, is This in is my just brain. something surprising about you specifically. Yeah, no, I, I need know. to really think through this, huh? Yeah. Well, lately I've been reading psychological thrillers too, and it's like, doesn't necessarily equal a death. I don't know. Does that change anything? Right. No, no, no. I got to really think through this. Okay. This is interesting. Um, but yeah, those are some of the authors I love. Um, oh, 
One of the authors I've been reading nonstop, Frida McFadden, she wrote a book called The Housemaid. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I have been binging all of her books and she has a ton. So I feel like I'm on number like 14 or something. Mm. Over the holiday break, I read seven books. That's amazing. On vacation. Yeah. It was, I anyway, nothing I love more than a, reading. A, a juicy business a, book. Reading <laughs> an intense psychological thriller <laughs> at midnight with a glass of champagne. That's my dream. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, guys, that is it for this episode. We will have a brand new episode of Best Friend Energy next Tuesday. And of course, we always want to know what's going on with you. So DM us at Best Friend Energy on Instagram or TikTok. Um, and you can also visit bestfriendenergypod.com. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.